Are you in the gap or the gain? So in order to answer this question, first we got to explain a few things. So this is a concept that Dan Sullivan created, and I learned about it in the book called 10x is easier than 2x. Now, as you guys know, I've only, I'm only in my first read through on this book, so I'm not an expert and I am not extremely knowledgeable in it yet because I just read about the gap in the game this morning. But pretty much most people's default mode is the gap. And what the gap is, it's all about comparing yourself or comparing your current relationships to ever-changing standards that you've set or ever-changing future goals or future strivings. So basically, if your goal is to make $2 million in, in a year, then and you're and you're in the gap. If you're functioning in the gap and your goal is to make two million dollars in a year, then you will essentially make a lot more. So let's say you make progress. Let's say you go from making ten thousand dollars a year to nine hundred thousand dollars a year. Now you didn't achieve your goal. However, you did increase your income by a significant sum, by an extremely large sum. But since you're in the gap, then you will be saying, oh, I didn't make my goal. I like, I'm bad. I, I'm in a terrible position. I suck. Like you'll pretty much be not happy about it, even though you should be happy about making $900,000. And then let's say another example is if you reach your goal, if you make $2 million, then you, you'll probably find some other reason to be mad like maybe it took too long or maybe something I don't even know maybe you missed a few opportunities so that's pretty much the gap and that's most people's default like standard mode of operating now what the gain is the gain all right let me explain this first the gap and the gain are two different kind of mindsets when it comes to the world or kind of worldviews, you could say. And they relate to the 10x process. So for some recap, most people live in a two, in the 2x. And it's basically where they're not really pushing too hard. 80% of their actions are spent doing things they're already used to, things they're comfortable with. And then uh, 20% is doing new actions, new uncomfortable things, things you're maybe not good at yet. So that's the two, that's the two X. And then the 10 X is basically when you're living in that 20%. So instead of 20% of the actions being like new, it becomes 80% of the actions becoming new. So you basically go all in on that 20%. Like, I like to think of the 20% as like the target for evolution and like target for self-improvement. You want to live in that 20% for the majority of your time. And the 10X allows for evolution and massive improvement. So one example is when you are crawling as a baby and then you learn how to walk. That's a 10x. That's a 10x jump is what Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy, Dr. Benjamin Hardy says. That's a 10x jump. So whenever you kind of evolve as a person or evolve as an entrepreneur or evolve as like a husband, boyfriend or whatever it may be, then that's a 10x jump. So if you go from a blog, like a running a blog to becoming an author, which is what James Clear and Dr. Hardy both did, then that's a 10x jump. And then one of the examples that he told about is uh, Michelangelo. He was a famous uh, sculptor or artist. And he basically wanted to learn how to sculpt a sculpture 
and he didn't know anything about anatomy and he needed to know anatomy in order to create the sculpture that he wanted and like know how to create it. So, and the only way to study it, study anatomy was to kind of study the dead and, and it was illegal to do that. So he had to do it like at nighttime in the dark and kind of sneak around and then he studied and he became the most masterful uh, anatomist or he became the most masterful at anatomy and that allowed him to create the sculpture called the Hercules and then eventually um, like the Hercules was his first 10x jump and then he created another sculpture called the David and that was even more incredible than the Hercules and that was his next 10x jump. And the David was like world famous. It was absolutely an astonishing sculpture versus the still good Hercules. But um, what Dr. Hardy says, it's kind of like comparing fast food to fine dining. You can't really compare it. But that's pretty much the 10x. Uh, and so let's go back to the gap in the gain. The gap is what most people's default mode is. And then the gain is what is better. So when you're doing the 10x process, when you're going 10x and you're operating in the gap, you're still, you still may make some progress, but it's going to be miserable. Like life is going to be miserable and you're not really going to experience that much joy out of it. And then eventually you'll kind of burn out. So you won't be able to make that much progress for very long. Now, the gain is all about being looking back at your past self and looking at all the progress that you made, all the achievements that you've made, and the progress that you've made within the past day, past month, past week, past month, past year, past decade. Like, look back at all the progress that you made in the past up until this point. So look back at everything that all the wins and even all the failures and still interpret them as good because you learned something out of them. When you're operating in the game, you're basically, it's basically following coordinating intention, uh, except it's more of a hindsight thing is what I've come to understand so far. So coordinating intention is a transurfing principle. And in transurfing, uh, I learned about it in Rowdy Transurfing by Adam Zillen. And coordinating intention is basically interpreting everything, every event that happens as positive, as good. Now, this is actually because whenever you experience an event, you're at a crossroads. So you're at a road. When you're experiencing the event, you're at a road. And there's two options. You can either go left or you can go right. And depending on how, which way you choose, it'll have a, a positive outcome or a negative outcome. And this is with any event in life. So literally anything, when you stub your toe, when you pass your test, when you receive a, a check in the mail, literally any possible experience in life, you're at a crossroads. And the way you choose the outcome is by your attitude towards that. So your relationship to that problem. So if you choose to express satisfaction or joy and happiness, then you'll take that positive route. Whereas if you express dissatisfaction, angst, dis discomfort, uh, unease, like anger, all that, all the negative emotions, then you'll take that negative route and then life will go down from there and then you'll get another negative event and another and another. And that's pretty much what coordinating intention is. It's to perceive all things that happen as good and perceive everything that happens to you as it happens for you. Like everything happens for you in the... It happens for you in your progress towards your goals. That's pretty much what coordinating intention is, coordination. And 
there's a lot of like pretty much everything that the 10x rule, like the or the 10x is easier than 2x is all about. It's all in transurfing as well, except he phrases it more scientifically and there's a lot more actual science to back it up. Whereas in transurfing, there's no real like scientific studies. Like he doesn't have a, like at the end of a scientific book, they always have the studies and then like the sources that they use and all the like experiments and the le- all of those things. There's none of that in transurfing. He basically says like how the world is and then says to test it and prove it for yourself. He basically writes down exactly in, I'm talking about transurfing right now, transurfing. He basically writes down everything that he's learned of how the world works. And then he says, don't believe me, just try it out yourself, experiment and prove or disprove it for yourself. And I did that. I proved it and it works because one of my favorite, one of the highest things that has happened to me that proved the transurfing principles work, this proved the visualization principle. So I had never visualized anything before visualizing Funnel Hacking Live. And I didn't even know if it was possible. I was a skeptic of it because quite honestly, my sister talked about visualizing and I didn't, I didn't believe her that it was possible. And then I read Transurfing and I learned about visualization and I tried it and I wanted to go to Funnel Hacking Live. So I visualized it and I visualized it like every single day for a few weeks. And then I kind of stopped. And the one visualization, like the one thing that I visualized was me sitting in a seat at an angle, looking up at the speaker at Funnel Hacking Live. And this specific angle, I want to like bring some attention to because when I was visualizing, I didn't pay it any attention that I was looking at like this specific particular angle. It was just the most natural thing for me to visualize that. So I visualized that from that angle every single time. And then literally on the first day, Spoiler alert, I went to Funnel Hacking Live and on the first day, day one of the event, I literally, we were just walking down and I completely had forgotten about my visualization, to be honest. Even though it had come true already, but I forgot that I visualized for this because I stopped probably a few weeks before the actual event. I stopped visualizing a few weeks before. So... We walk around, try and find seats. We can't find any. And then we find these seats. We find two seats on the far left of the event, like the furthest left row. And so I was like, okay, nice. We found seats pretty close to the front. And we were just sitting there and talking to people around us, kind of getting excited. And then like it hit me. Probably we've been sitting there for 30 minutes and it hit me. I looked up and that was the exact scene that I visualized. The exact scene. I looked up at that exact angle. At the exact angle and I saw a speaker up there. I saw a speaker up there and then I like looked over to my friend sitting next to me and I was like, this is crazy. I vi- this is the exact scene that I visualized like the exact scene the exact angle the exact thing is absolutely mind blowing to me and so I believe in transurfing now um, I believe in 100% like because I proved it for myself and everyone has to prove it for themselves but th- I'm talking I want to talk about the 10x you don't need to prove it because it's proved by science. It's backed by science, which is why I like that. So you still should prove it for yourself because why Why wouldn't you just do it? We've just followed the 10x process. So I'm talking about when you go 10x, when you follow the 10x process, you want to be operating in the gain. And the gain, like I said, is essentially coordinated intention 
perceiving everything as positive, except transurfing's coordinating intention is more like current. So if I were to stub my toe right now and I followed the coordinating intention principle, then I would be happy about it. I would like rejoice. I would jo- be joyful. But what you're, what the gain is all about is kind of in hindsight. It's not really about present. It's kind of in hindsight. So whenever you look back at the progress that you made, so let's, let's just use me as an example. Today is October 5th when I'm recording this and excuse me, today's October 5th and I started reading books about a year and a month ago. So about 13 months ago. And the books that I was reading were, when I first started, I didn't really know anything about health, diet, fitness. I had just, I learned, I knew a little bit about fitness, but I didn't know about anything about worldview or mindset. And I didn't really have that clear of a mind. I was still on TikTok. I don't know if I was on TikTok. I was definitely on YouTube. I was still on YouTube. I was still playing video games. I was just still doing a lot of the bad habits. And so if I were to look at, if I were to be in the game right now, then I would look back and I'd see, wow, I made so much progress. Not even a year ago, I was still playing video games. Not even a year ago, I wasn't even taking cold showers. Not even a year ago, I didn't know anything about worldview. Not even a year ago, I, like literally less than three months, less than three months ago, I had never recorded a single episode on a podcast. I didn't record a single podcast episode. Actually, Maybe maybe three months ago was my first episode. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. Let's just say four months ago. Four months ago, I was I was just learning about business. I was just picking up my first books on business. My first book that I read about business was Dot Com Secrets, and that is absolutely insane for me to think because I've learned so much on business. I've come so such a long way. Now. My goal, or kind of like what I was striving for over summer, I was trying to move out before school started. (laughs) That was my goal. I was trying to move out in like one or two months. Now that didn't happen, and spoiler alert, I'm two months into school and I'm still not moved out, but doesn't matter because I came so far already. I progressed so far, and that's all about the gain. If I were in the gap, then I would be mad because... I didn't move out when I wanted to. I, I haven't moved out yet. I'd be mad. I'd be disappointed. And I wouldn't see the joy or the... I wouldn't see the actual improvement that I've made in my current life. So that's pretty much what the gap and the gain are. So let's go back. Are you in the gap or are you in the gain? So most... Like I said, the most people's default mode is the gap and you want to be in the game. And so this is kind of what I I think that I've been in the game a little bit because I tend to always like look back at my progress and look, be super excited. And like I said about how I wasn't moving out, how I didn't move out yet. I wasn't too like disappointed about that. I wasn't like pissed or anything. I just kind of realized that I made a lot of progress and kept on moving forward. And I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot more progress to come because once I'm done with 10x is easier than 2x, I'm going to be reading my first book about how to be an influencer or how to be like a social media content creator. And I've this is episode 78, I think. So episode 78, and I've never really read anything about how to podcast because last night I literally, sometimes when I'm falling asleep, 
I kind of get this message in my head. Like I remember one time I got this message to, I don't remember. I don't know, but sometimes I just get simple messages. So last night I got, when I was starting to fall asleep and it was, I was like in my bed laying down, head already down. I'm starting to fall asleep. I got this message in my head and it was like, how to become a better podcaster. And so I was like, oh, wow, that's important because <laughs> I never looked that up. And I'm a, I'm 77 episodes in. I've practiced a lot. I've proved that I'm in it for the long game. Or actually, I don't know if I've proved it yet, but I've proved that I can stay consistent. I'm already in the top 1% of videos posted. I'm already like doing all this, but I haven't had any results. Like I still have six or seven subscribers. I, I have like less than a thousand downloads and like all time downloads. So I, I don't, I'm not having that much results. So, but it makes sense because I have heard that the results don't come right away. And that's obviously why I'm in it for the long game, but I, I, I'm pretty much plateaued. Like my, my graph is pretty much the same as it was when I first started, like first month or first week. So kind of plateaued, but that's why I think it's important to be a better podcaster because another thing is a huge part of the 10X process is operating on quality over quantity. And right now for like, I became conscious of this since I started reading the 10X is easier than 2X, I became conscious that I've been operating on quantity, which is 2X. I've just been kind of repping out all of the episodes, kind of just sending them out there. No, like, no real editing, no preparation. I kind of just come downstairs, sit down, hit record, and start talking. Now, yes, I have made a few tweaks and improvements like I got rid of my intro and I what else did I do I started every episode with a hook like but that's like slight things I haven't really improved the quality too much of my episodes and so that's that's why I wrote down yesterday focus on quality over quantity because they're Mr. Beast focused all on quality like he didn't post daily or at least I don't think now he maybe he didn't when he first started but right now he's not posting daily I haven't checked his uh I used to watch him like when I was watching YouTube a long time ago probably like a year ago but I haven't checked his channel in like probably a year but I remember that he was not posting daily he'd probably post like once a week maybe once a month I don't know and I remember hearing one of his things, and this was before I knew about 10X or anything like much self-improvement. I remember hearing him say, like, I spent like millions or thousands of dollars on this one episode or this one video, and I decided to scrap the whole thing and just delete it. And I was thinking like, that is crazy. He didn't even post a episode that he like, spent a lot of money on he didn't even post it and now looking back at it on hindsight it's because he focused he hyper focused on quality over con over quantity like he could have simply added another episode to his channel by posting that but it may not have been up to his standards for quality and so he scrapped it and knew that quality is way more important than quantity which brings me back to my podcast. I've been recording an hour every single day for the past 70 days. Less than that, but I've been recording hour episodes for months now. And that's quantity. I'm, I haven't focused on quality at all. Like I said, the only thing I did was cut out the intro. That's nothing. So, and I, to be honest, I forgot to look it up because it was last night when I said it and I wanted to get my podcast finished, uh, finished recording soon because I'm back on my sleeper team. So I want to talk about this. This is kind of a, 
this is kind of a complete topic switch, but last, okay, so probably like a week before I left for Funnel Hacking Life, I was going to bed at 6 o'clock, 6.30 every single day. And I was consistent. Every single day I'd go to bed at that time. I would never stay up late. And then, and I would also like cut out all my screens, everything probably like an hour before I even went to bed or even an hour and a half, like a decent amount of time before I even went to bed. Maybe even two hours. I'm not sure, but pretty much I would do that. And then I would every single night I'd have the same exact experience. I would go to bed at 6 or 6.30, and then I'd wake up at 9.45, the same exact time every single day. I'd wake up, go to the bathroom, look at the clock, and it was 9.45 on the dot every single day, and then I'd go to bed. And that would happen night after night after night because I was consistent with going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time. 9.45 exactly to go to the bathroom. And then I would always like wake up right like 10 minutes before my alarm, which was perfect because then I could start my nighttime or my morning routine a little bit early and get a little bit more reading time in. And then like probably a week leading up to Funnel Hacking Live, I started kind of spending a lot more time in the basement or kind of getting to the basement later. And so I, as a result, I ended up not even leaving the basement until like 545. Usually I would leave at like 445 at the latest. And then I, lately I've been like, or a week before Funnel Hacking Live, I, which was like two weeks ago, I would start going up at 545, six around there. So as a result, I didn't go to bed until like seven and I only had one hour of off of screens. So that's bad because, and as a result, I didn't go to, I didn't wake up at the same time. I woke up at like two instead, which was way closer to my waking time. So it was harder to get to bed again, which I was always able to get to bed again, but it would mess up my waking which as a result, I would not wake up 10 minutes before I'd wake up like right on the dot when my alarm goes off. And then as a result, I was t- more tired throughout the day. And this actually impacted a lot. One, there's two methods that I, or two markers that I use to measure how high quality or how much I'm sleeping. And the first one is by my reading, how focused I am while I'm reading. So during this time when I was going to bed at seven, I, my focus for my reading was scattered. I had to reread a lot. I had to reread the sentence I just read multiple times and it was slow. As a result, I didn't learn as much. And then the second method that I used to measure my, how long I slept and how high quality it was is my meditation, how focused I am during my meditation. And during this time, my meditation was not too focused. I would click out or I would literally fall asleep the entire time. So it was basically a nap. And so it was kind of a waste of not a waste of time because a nap is better than nothing, but it was, I wasn't really progressing that far in my meditations. And then during Funnel Hacking Live that week, I, we were going to bed really late, like 12 o'clock one night. I'm pretty sure we were like, I didn't f- hit the pillow until like 12, 10 or something like that. Like really late. That was the latest I'd stayed up all year. So as a result, I was literally falling asleep during the entire meditation. Not good. And my focus was not as good. And then when I came home from like the night that I I went to bed when I was home, I went to bed at like eight. So then I woke up at four and I was getting back to my normal routine, but I was still falling asleep. And that was Monday. Falling asleep during all of my meditations, not really focusing that much in my reading. And then on Tuesday, 
same thing. Fell asleep at seven. And then I realized that I needed to fix this. So Wednesday, I fell asleep at 6.30. Last night, I was in bed at 6.10, 6.15. So that's huge. And I'm still, I still kind of fell asleep during these meditations, but I'm catching up. I think that I'm catching up on my sleep because it takes a little bit of time to catch up. And then I'll be able to get back to my meditations pretty much. I'm still meditating three times a day, but I'm not focused and I'm basically like falling asleep during it. So it's not very effective, but that's pretty much why sleep is extremely important. And I don't remember what I was going to tie this back to. 10X, I was talking about the 10X and I was saying that I don't even know, but pretty much this is why your nighttime routine is so essential because that, oh, that's why I'm getting, that's why I'm, I didn't look up how to, po- how to be a better podcaster. That's why I didn't look it up yet. Cause I'm going to look it up after while I'm editing the podcast. Like, cause I have to sit here for like 30 minutes to wait for it to upload and edit and all that stuff. So that, that's when I'm going to be looking up how to podcast better because that's extremely important, how to podcast better. And then also I'm going to be learning how to be a better content creator and influencer in once I'm done with 10X is easier than 2X, which I'm over halfway done with this book so far. I'll probably be done within the week. So Sunday I'll be done probably and then I'll work on the content or it's called create, create, don't or create don't capture and that will that book is only like 150 pages long and it's small small it's a small book so i'll probably finish that in one or two days so and then on monday is when tufti the priestess comes so i'm gonna get i'm gonna be getting back into the transurfing mindset because when i read transurfing the first time i didn't really do much to retain the information in my head so literally like took me probably a day or a week for me to just completely get off the wavelength of transurfing. Now, today I am doing different because I, st- I stopped reading transurfing the second time through because the first time through after I finished, I kind of forgot like pretty much everything, which was evident because I was reading it the second time through. And it was basically like I was reading it for the first time ever because I was relearning all this stuff, which I didn't even remember learning in the first place. But I'm doing it different because I read it probably like a week ago. And then for the, I am working on the Transurfing review. And what that is, is on my channel, there is Transurfing Principles episodes one through eight. So throughout my channel, like throughout my channel history, I've posted episodes called Transurfing Principles 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. And that's basically me like reviewing what I learned and recapping what I learned in that section of the book. Usually like one or two weeks of studying, like the past one or two weeks of studying, I would recap in an episode. And I'm due for episode nine soon. And that's pretty much what I'm doing to retain all this information in my head. At nighttime during my journaling while I'm icing my balls. And I'm done journaling and I still have like minutes left on my icing session. I go through my uh, transurfing journal and I write out the review. So I'm basically rewriting a bunch of the stuff. So I'm, I'm still trying to retain all this information. Plus... The first time I read it, I didn't really read anything related to transurfing right after, or at least like a month or two after. It took me like a month or two to go back to transurfing, so I forgot pretty much everything. And so instead, what I'm doing is I'm retaining through the review, plus I'm going to be reading Tufti, The Priestess, which which is all about transurfing as well. It's basically another, it's it's another book that Adam Zellin wrote about transurfing. Except I, I'm pretty sure the point of it is, it, um, I actually don't really know. Pretty much all I know is that it's about a priestess, 
uh, like a fictional character he made up or maybe not fictional. I'm not sure. A character that basically tells you what to do in transfer or something like that. So that's pretty much what I'm going to be getting back into the transfer mindset, but that's going to be one of the seven books that I'm reading. And that book doesn't, uh, Toofty doesn't come until Monday and today is Thursday. Today is Thursday. So I've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I got four days to finish 10X is easier than 2X and create don't capture. But if I don't finish them, no big deal. I'll just extend it and not worry about Toofty in a little bit. And Toofty is one of seven books I'm going to be reading. And I have all the books. Dancing After the Music Stops, Die Wise, Come of Age, um, Ascent on Humanity, Journey Out of Bodies, Toofty, and The Egypt, Egypt Code. So those are all the seven books I'm going to be reading next. And if you guys haven't heard, I'm using the reading method where you read all seven at once. So basically, you pick up one, read until you lose focus, and then switch to the next. Read until you lose focus, and then repeat. Interspersed with push-ups every once in a while. And that is a reading method that Gene Pascal Riemann, I think is his name, he, the author of The Dancing After the Music Stops, he basically recommended using that reading method and you'll be able to read a book a day. So I don't know. I'm barely able to read a book a week. So if I can read a book quicker than a week using this reading method, because I assume reading a book a day with that method, you have to be reading like a lot of hours, but I'm only going to be reading like one hour every day. So if I can read quicker than a book a week, then it'll definitely be worth it. And if I can retain it, then it'll definitely be worth it. If I can't retain it, I'm not going to do it anymore. But if I can retain it and I can read it quicker, then I'm 100% going to be doing it. That's why I'm practicing on these books because I don't want to practice on a business book and not retain it. But that's pretty much where I'm at with the next stage. Let me get some water. And so going back to the 10X process, focusing on quality over quantity, I'm not really sure kind of what to do because Obviously, right now I'm focusing on quantity, but I want to maintain this level of quantity, but I also want to improve my quality. So let me explain. The whole, like kind of the reason why I'm podcasting, like the original reason why I started podcasting was because in Expert Secrets, Russell Brunson said... If you post on your show every single day for an entire year, you'll never have to worry about money again. So if you post 365 episodes on your podcast within a year, like in a year, every single day, daily uploads, then you'll never have to worry about money again. So pretty much I want to prove that as fact. That's pretty much why I started the podcast. However, I'm doing one hour a day, which I'm not sure if he intended on long form videos every single day, like an hour a day, like I'm doing. Maybe he intended like 10 minutes a day, but I'm doing an hour a day. And so far it's working out fine. Like I have an hour every day. I have the exact time that I need to record and edit and post. But one hour every day, is a lot of quantity, a lot of quantity. And so I need to be focusing on quality because the only thing that I'm focusing on quality is pure reps, like just getting the reps in and always improving just by pure practice. So that's why I need to focus on quality and I don't even know where to go. Oh, excuse me. I got to get some water. I got hiccups.
I don't even know where to start. That's just I'm just going to look up how to be a better podcaster. I'm simply just going to start with that simple Google search and then see where it takes me and then I'll start implementing in tomorrow's episode. Which is also why I'm excited to read the book Create Don't Capture because I'm pretty sure it's going to talk about how to be better influencer. Because with that said, I also, ever since Funnel Hacking Live on the first day, they talked about they talked all about shorts and like posting daily on TikTok and posting short form videos. So I started doing that because I originally started doing, or I didn't post ever, but I started recording shorts probably on like the first six episodes of me podcasting, but I realized that it was too much for me to handle at the time because I didn't have a positive feedback loop on podcasts yet. But during Funnel Hacking Live, now that I have a positive feedback loop on podcasting, I'm doing three shorts every day. So I'm posting three TikToks and three YouTube shorts every single day. And the first, and I, I schedule them for the future. So they match up with my current episode release, like the podcast, because I do three daily lessons in every single podcast. Today's three daily lessons are uh, the gain versus the gap the gap versus the gain and then it's also what else was there focus on quality over quantity and sleep is extremely important but i'm pretty sure there's another one so those the actual lessons that i write down may be different because i also have 19 minutes left to talk but that's that's right now i'm posting three three tiktoks every single day and i started that I started recording them at Funnel Hacking Live, so probably like a week ago, less than a week ago, actually. Uh, no, more than a week ago. I don't even know. I forgot. I started recording them a little over a week ago, and the first ones published yesterday, I want to say. And so... The first two, because yesterday is when I checked them, after after yesterday's episode, I checked the two that published yesterday. I post three times a day, one at six in the morning, one at 12 uh, in the afternoon, and then one at six in the afternoon. But the, the time zone's kind of messed up because I scheduled the first ones in Florida, so that's like one hour ahead. So... The first couple ones are at like five instead of 12 or instead of six, but it doesn't really matter. I'm going to go back to six. And the first two shorts or TikToks, I don't know, but the first two got 50 views each around there, around 50 views each. And then one of them got two likes. So that's awesome. That's already more views than I got like in the past probably 20, no, past like 10 podcasts that I've recorded. So, and the reason why I'm doing this is to get more viewers, more organic traffic onto my podcast. Like that's the whole point I'm doing TikToks. Plus it's another extremely good method to find my voice and become a more effective and efficient speaker. Because one of the extremely great benefits of podcasting that I'd still think is the most valuable piece to becoming a podcaster is you be, you improve your speaking so much. Like when I first started, my speaking was terrible. And I remember saying that I remember, I don't, I'm not sure if I said it in the first episodes when I was posting them, but definitely in the episodes that I had no intention on posting, like I recorded 14 episodes that I had no intention on posting uh, on voice memos app on my phone. And I remember saying like, yeah, I suck at podcasting. I suck at speaking, but I'm going to keep it up because this is an extremely valuable like practice. This is extremely valuable practice for me to get better at speaking. And I'm glad I did because now I don't suck so much at speaking. I still have a long way to go to where I want to be, but I'm so much better off than where I was before, especially like in school and like in public social situations. 
I'm so much more clear at my speaking and I'm able to kind of talk from like the flow or kind of like talk from nothing. Cause I remember when I used to raise my hand to speak in class, I used to have to like pretty much quickly memorize what I was going to say or kind of come up with with how I was going to say beforehand. But now I can like get cold called and literally just say, just start talking. So that's a huge benefit to podcasting, which I think is way more valuable than the monetary gain. And I haven't even gotten the monetary gain yet, which I'm sure my opinions will change once I get the monetary gain. But that's, and that's, he also talked about that last night. I was so excited to start the create, don't capture. I was right before I like started my meditation and I was putting away my ice pack and putting away my journal. I read like the back summary and I read like one of the first, one of the chapters and one of the chapters in that book is finding your voice. And I read like a part of it and he said the most beneficial or the most impactful, the best part to being a content creator is finding your voice, your purpose and your passion and your calling. Like that's the best part, finding your voice, which I'm, I think I found my voice and I'm still getting better and better every day. And that's, I definitely agree. Like so far, that's the best part. Now I haven't gotten any of the monetary gain yet, so I can't really speak, but the best part that I've gotten so far is finding my voice. Again, I think I found my voice, but maybe in the future, once I get more better at this, once I'm on like episode 200, maybe I'll look back and be like, yeah, you did not find your voice. I don't know. That's something that only time will tell. But I'm really looking forward to, but I want to, I want to, I want to point that out. We were just talking about the gap in the gain. And I went off again about talking about my past and how much I've improved yet I'm still realizing that I've got a long way to go and I'm still realizing that I have a lot of improvement to make. That is the gain. That's what the gain is all about. Looking at your past and seeing all the progress that you made. Like I was just reminiscing on the episodes that I didn't even publish. I didn't even publish them and like they were recorded 80 days ago, more than 80 days ago. And I'm reminiscing on how much I've improved. Like that's the gain. That's the mindset you need to have. Which I think is completely different to what I interpreted from Dr. Hardy's speech. He spoke at Funnel Hacking Live. And <laughs> he spoke at Funnel Hacking Live. And he was talking about uh, most people create their present based off the past. But what you should do is create your present based off the future. And I interpreted that as you shouldn't look at your past and interpret your past at all. Like you shouldn't think fondly or negatively of your past at all. And I remember walking with my friend talking after that. And I was, and we were both talking about the past. And I was like, I don't even know if I like destroyed the, I don't even know if I broke that law or broke that, the 10X rule or the 10x process. I don't even know if that was like uh, destructive. I don't even know if that was destructive. And neither did he because neither of us read the book yet. But now I'm realizing that that was actually beneficial. That's the gain. You should be looking at how far you've come and realizing that that was good. Like you've actually come a long way. So I'm really, I'm excited about the future and this is what you guys got to get to. You guys got to get to the point to where you're excited for the future. You're looking forward to all the future progress and the future improvements that you've made. So I want to talk about do it now. Back when I read or back when I was getting into business, I joined this five-day challenge called Your First Funnel Challenge by ClickFunnels. And I remember one of the speakers talked about do it now. She basically, like that was her whole speech. It was like the inspirational speech. And it was so important that I actually wrote down do it now on a piece of paper 
and wrote on my desk. And I still have it there to this day. I don't really look at it that often, but I needed something to talk about. And I looked over at it and I want to talk about doing it now because one of the things that I realized at Funnel Hacking Live is all of the presenters, all of the, there's like two types of presenters. There's a content, like tactical strategic speaker where they're just teaching you things and they can have like inspiration, uh, sprinkled in, but mainly they're teaching. And then there's a different type of speaker, which is inspirational. And these inspirational speakers, pretty much they all, all of their things that they've said, like, uh, Tim Shields is just giver. Um, I don't even know any of the other ones. Just giver just stuck with me, but pretty much all of these motivational speakers, they all stem from something and it's just do it or just start and don't stop. Like that's pretty much all this, all they're focused on teaching you. They all have different like manifestations of saying it like Tim Shield is just giver just basically means just do it anyway, slay the fear. And then others have different versions of saying it, but essentially just start, like start and don't stop. Literally just start, start now, do it now and don't stop. When, and I'm a big fan of making things as easily as possible for you. I feel like you should be able to achieve anything you want as easy as possible. You should be able to achieve things fairly easily, which is why I make a lot of systems, which I learned. Um, I didn't realize that they were called systems, but I learned what systems were just from looking into James Clear. I never read his book, Atomic Habits, but I do know that in Atomic Habits, he talks about making systems. So I make a lot of systems in my day to make things easy. Like I do the same thing every single day. And I make sure that those things that I'm doing every day are helping me move towards my goals, helping me improve a lot. Like I meditate, I read, I work out, I podcast. Like I do every every single thing that I do, I do every day. And when I podcast, when I started, when I read that excerpt from Expert Secrets of if you post on your show every single day, for an entire year, you'll never have to worry about money again. I wanted to do that, but I was I was paralyzed in, in action because I was so scared. I was so nervous. And so I knew that I just needed to start. I just needed to start. It doesn't matter if I... I just needed to build the habit of doing it every single day. So what I did was... I didn't want to post it because I was too scared to post. So I got on my voice memos app and every single day I just hit record and talked for like five, 10 minutes and then ended it. And I did that for 14 days and I was like, okay, I've built up my confidence. I need to, and it's now or never, I need to start posting, start recording for real. So then I made my channel and then the next day on day 15, I recorded the trailer, the second trailer I actually recorded because the first trailer I recorded was on the voice memos app. But the second trailer I recorded and the one that was published is on my channel. And that's because I, on the fifth, on the 15th day, I was just like, okay, I just need to move to the next step. I've done 14 days of this. Now it's time to, now it's time to move on. Now it's time to actually be serious about this and start. So I started and then I also wanted to make make it easier. I wanted to make it easy as well. So what I did was I wanted to schedule the videos for five days in advance. Or at least I didn't know how. There was two reasons why I scheduled videos. So when I recorded that trailer, I scheduled it for the next Monday 
which happened to be five days in advance, five days in the future. And I did this for two reasons. One, I was too scared to post it right away. I wanted, I wanted to just kind of schedule it and then let it go, like leave it and not have to worry about it posting under my knowledge. I just had to set it in motion and not have it like instantly materialize because I was too scared. Like I said, so that's one way I made it easy on me by having it have a future problem. And then in the future, I just will let it happen. And then I, another reason why is because I wanted to have a cushion just in case I missed a day or five days. Now in hindsight, I didn't need a cushion at all because I, there was only like three times when I missed uploads. And that was when I went to my Ohio to visit my grandparents one weekend. And then I went to Michigan to visit my sister one weekend. And then I went to Funnel Hacking Live one week. And on Funnel Hacking Live, I only missed two days. So in hindsight, I didn't really need that much. But it's nice because it's the peace of mind. And that's a way to make it easy because it's way easier. I was telling my friend about this because my friend doesn't have any scheduled. He kind of just has it uh, posted the next day or the next day. So he's basically forced to every single day. He operates under necessity, not want. So that is a big thing in 10X is easier than 2X. Operate under want, not necessity. Because when you're operating under want, then it's abundance. You're abundance mindset. But when you're operating under need, it's scarcity mindset. And there's other different things why, but pretty much he needs to record every day because he doesn't have that cushion. He doesn't have that upload schedule. Whereas I want to to record every day because I've freed up my kind of necessity by having a five-day schedule tomorrow if I don't want to if I don't want to record I don't have to record which makes me want to record (laughs) like it's this weird reverse psychology and that's extremely important make things as easy as possible but also get yourself in that wanting mindset like you should want to do things like I want to record every single day and actually, I've like, this is where I was when I was going to the gym. I wanted to go to the gym every single day. I would go seven days a week. It's crazy. True story, though. And then on days when I didn't go to the gym, I would feel like crap. Like, I wanted to go to the gym so bad. But now it's different. Like, I want to go to the gym, but not every day. Because now I want to record every day which I I can go to gym every day and record every day, but I want to have that extra time. I want to focus on business a lot more, but that's a different story, right? So I'm getting to the point where I'm in that seven days a week for podcasting now. So I want to record seven days a week. I don't need to go to the gym seven days a week. I don't need to record seven days a week, but I want to. And that's such a, that's a big change. That's a big game changer. Operate under want and not need. That's like a big premise to the 10X is easier than 2X. Be a wanter, not a needer. The majority of people operate under need. And as a result, you have to justify your needs because when you need something and you receive that, you're basically taking it away from someone else. Whereas if you want something, you create that. So you're not creating, you're not taking it from anyone else. You're creating your own wealth. That's the difference between wealth and money. Wealth you can create. Like you can get some tools and some polish and restore a beat up car and create wealth out of thin air. Now you've created like, you turned a $500 rust bucket into a $20,000, like a $20,000, what's the word that I'm looking for? Antique car or something like that. So now you've created wealth out of thin air. That's the difference because money, you, it's like money is a finite game. Wealth is an infinite game. That's, that's, uh, needing is a finite game. 
wanting is an infinite game. You can infinitely expand the rules of the game. Like that's the difference. Wanters want to play the game to continue the game. Needers play the game. I'm that like that. Those are the concepts in the 10x is easier than 2x that I'm still kind of wrapping my head around. But it it all goes aligned with transurfing, which is why it's so great. But that's the end of the episode. So to wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to look up at the sky.